Welcome back to Caminantes. In this series of episodes, we'll be speaking with artists who have been part of past Caminos festivals to talk about new work development and life after Caminos. This week, we talked to theater artist and musician Ahmed Monica. Having arrived from Iraq five years ago, he has been an active member of the Toronto arts community. Let's get started. Ahmed Monica, the one and only. Hello. <laughs> hello, hello. How are you doing, Camila and Monica? Very good. Thank you so much for being here. Um, this podcast series is all about asking amazing artists like yourself about work in process, about developing new work. And you were in Caminos in 2017 with the beautiful show In Sundry Languages, which was all about multilingual life and migration. Mm -hmm. And uh, we are wondering, Ahmed, for someone who's going into a festival like Caminos, which is all about new works in process, like the first seeds of first presentations, do you have any helpful tips for someone who is doing, who is sharing a new piece for the first time? Yeah, I feel like, you know, it's always nice. It's nice to have outsider eyes towards your work. And then you hear feedback. Like, I feel this is really nice because sometimes you get stuck in the middle of the process. Of course, it's good to do your research, to specifically do whatever you want to do, depends on your project. But in this case, like, for example, Sandra Languages was uh, the multiple voices, is different angles looking at Toronto. And it was really nice to hear and to have, like, the show, to showcase it at Caminos and also like you know it was really good artists they were and we had we had really nice nice feedback and then to develop this project I'm working multiple projects like for example one of the project the onion seller and it has multiple voices like different genders different color different age all like I'm looking to how we could connect in neck as a common point and then see our we branch to the differences and it's intense to talk about other people and it's not it's you are very sensitive to talk about other people experience mm -hmm. so what i'm trying to do now just interviewing people listening to them telling them what the core of the project uh what is my method where i'm going to why i want to do this and like see what these boundaries of especially in north america it's so like I don't know there's division and boundaries but as an artist I feel we are hopefully hoping to connect with each other to reflect that to society and to people understand and acknowledging each other wherever we are like gender color whatever and also like for example the project I work Gilgamesh and Kido we co-write it with with, uh, with Jesse Lovercombe and Seth Bulkley And I remember in the process, we were like, it's in parallel story between epic adaptation and also an actual real story with fiction, a little bit comedy about my life and Jesse's life. And also like, again, it's about differences as a white Jewish American and black Iraqi Muslim meeting in Toronto and talking about men vulnerability. So the process was developing working rewriting thinking and then reflecting it like we we did a presentation we did different like we went to gather theater in minneapolis we were looking around like thinking going to different places and that's helped to grow the the project 
and we like now we have dramaturg with us too it's helping a lot so i think it's nice to be open up don't be scared and let's take three years let's take four years <laughs> who cares <laughs> but make what you want to make and that's what what i feel as you were talking, we're like, you work with so many people. And we know right now, because we see you and you're at Soul Pepper, because you're part <laughs> of the Soul Pepper Academy. Yay. Uh, and, and we want to know when you are creating uh, a new piece or creating with a, an ensemble, what is that for you? And what is essential to that process? Yeah, like I love device work. I adore device work. Like it's uh, I love. Like there's two kind of writing. There's writing on the paper and there's writing in the space. And and when you are working with a group, like big shout out to the academy, Silver Academy. <laughs> it's, it's so nice to see because in the beginning when we come over, like here we don't know each other, and there's the time to to connect to harmonize. And then the idea of meeting in the middle, being open and flexible and listening, 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 listening is a key to understand where we're going and also suggesting like, be, like, you know, be open and be brave and suggest and, you know, instead of criticizing and like being closed, I think what I learned here a lot in Soul Power Academy and the ensemble work the, all the teachers, they were instructors. They say, you're so generous with each other. This the idea of opening to each other and connect with each other in the, in the creation process and in life as well. And listening to each other carefully to understand where we were going, where we want to go. Like we did adaptation work. We did solo work, writing, and then we put them together. Now what we are doing in, the, in this last trimester to create a show with each other all together with a personal stories. So it's really intense, but also after all this journey, now we know each other, this way of generosity and also opening a space to each other to find a way of harmonizing. And, and also when you are generous, you will know how to suggest, right? Instead of harming and criticizing in very harmful way, now you will know how to throw it in the, as a joke, or sometimes even you be serious and like. But this is the way of teamwork, and that I love so much. Sounds like you have to be very sensitive also to other other people. Like you were talking about sensitivity when you were talking about developing new work too. Like just wanting to be respectful, but also collaborate. It's so important. Um, do you have any tips on how to be a good listener? Because I think that's a really great point you just made. And like in a creative space. Listen to music is a key too. Ooh. I don't know, lucky. Because in the music, you have to harmonize mm. to go through the hook, to do the bridge, to do this and that. And this is what I learned. And I'm working on it more and more because I'm like, when you listen, you will have the full image and you will understand. So think about others as you, you know what I mean? Like love, when you love yourself, that again, when you be in love with yourself, you will love others the same way you will love yourself. And that is the tip for me to be open, to listen carefully. It's very important to listen carefully, especially theater. We have to take our life, put them in the, <laughs> on the jacket uh, place and then yeah. come. You know what I mean? Come with, the, I mean, not our life, our problems, stuff, issues. But then when you sit in the rehearsal hall, you have to be the whole of us, one, to move as a vehicle 
towards that. So we have to know and understand each passenger way of thinking. Talking about music, what is the artistic process for creating music compared to your artistic process to create theater? How are they similar and how are they completely different? Music is so much easier than theater. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> music, it's, a, it's, it's nice too. Like I got theme, I got lyrics or I got idea. And then like you work in this magical, visible vibration frequencies place. I don't know how to describe it, but in theater, it's more taking more your brain and your soul and your body and trying to, it's, it's different. It's, I feel it's because in theater, there's a music in theater, there's visual in theater, there's narrative in theater, there's articulation of, I don't know. It's more deeper, but the impact of the music, it's simpler and is magical. It's powerful. Like, and now I'm trying to do, like even Gilgamesh and Enkido, uh, I'm uh, like Monica Arabic Jazz, my band will be scoring and uh, the whole play. And even the Onion Cellar, it's the story, there's a band hired in this cellar. So we'll see the whole play with them. So you know what I mean? I'm, I'm trying to wave now music and theater because it's so powerful to witness both of them together. So it's music easier, theater more complicated, and then trying to make them together will be nice. <laughs> so every episode, we ask our current guest to pose a question to our next guest so we can keep the conversation going across borders. So we have a question for you from our last uh, solar interview from the wonderful Rosa Laborde. She's a Chilean um, Jewish playwright, actor, director, and she asks you, when you're creating from your cultural heritage, mm -hmm. what gets lost in translation and what comes through? What can you do in your country of origin that you can't do here? Mm. Wow. The rhythm. The rhythm of uh, the culture and the land and the language is different than the rhythm of this culture and the perspective of this land and the, the way to deliver it. It's hard sometimes to cut the Kobe best thing and then you put it down. It's, it's in music, it's easier. And that's what saved my life because I sing in my language, but also I try to like play it funky way, make it jazzy a little bit uh, to make it accessible and acceptable from the people here. But so exactly, I'm, lo I'm losing a little bit the warmth the emotion, that is something, because emotion in my home country, in Iraq, is a bravery. Here is a weak, weakness. Like, you know what I mean? So there's a lot of things lost in translation, but you try to make it in a way uh, that it's become acceptable uh, from the other culture. And uh, it's adaptation. That's what I, uh, the word I want to say. It's, 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 it's integration, but also as adaptation, something in the middle that you try to go to the people and then you bring the people to you. But when, and when you look at, at it from the far way, you see we are meeting in the middle between this and that. The rhythm is a really great way to put it. Yeah. Because everyone kind of follows it unconsciously. It's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Um, do you think that you may have a question 
for another artist somewhere in the Americas. Wow, yeah, I do. I have something in my head that I'm really thinking about it. And it's 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 a threatening me, I feel, as in human as a human being and uh, mm. as an artist as well. What do you think about the shift that we are witnessing in our life from in person to digital? And what's your response to that? Mm-hmm. That's a juicy question. I can't wait to ask that. I want to ask if you have any memories that stick out from you from your time at the Caminos Festival or even Ruta's Festival. Yeah, yeah. I, I had, I had, a, like, I went a few times, like, to Caminos. Um, uh, I remember uh, Bia when we did mm-hmm. the when we did the show uh, in Sandy languages. As she was at the same stage, she has a show as well, and uh, I love Bia so much, and I love her energy. Like she really like we had a very strong connection from the beginning, and that was really. When I saw her in the backstage, we had really strong connection and she gave me a lot of strength. I remember that moment. She took she hugged me, okay, do it, enjoy. That was really nice. And also, I forget the name of the show. There are beautiful person. I think they are from Mexico. They invite me, it was a solo show. They invite me to the stage and they put me in like a big chair, was a cloth, something. <laughs> they offered me a beer. <laughs> yes, I know this. That was Rutas. It was uh, uh, Lucas Avedaño. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it was, I remember I was there. Yes, yes. Yes. Uh, that was a beautiful moment. And I was laughing and I'm happy on the stage. And the person was so generous and so lovely. And uh, a last thing I want to say was a motherhood show. I forget which country they were wearing a white, the Mexican, yeah. I think. No? Yeah, yeah. Manantial del Corazon, like about baptism and Mayan culture. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Special. I love this show because I love rituals. And, uh, and it was so clean, so pure. And it was so touching. And Sarah, my partner, she was with me. And we had blast to see it. Oh, and I saw also, I saw an Arabic show there. The fourth one, I swear. This is the last one. <laughs> I saw uh, <laughs> I remember. Oh, yeah. Yeah, from uh, Kitchener. Amal. It's called yes. the show. Mm-hmm. From, uh, mm-hmm. uh, from Empty Theater. Yeah. And that was my first connection with Majd Matar. Like, oh my God, that was amazing. It was so lovely. And I met with Ahmed Mur'i and there's another characters too. They were, it was a really nice play. So yeah, I have, I, I had a really lovely time. We're really glad that you came. We're so happy to know you and to have you in our theater community. And thank you for being here and uh, chatting with us. Thank you so much, Camila. Thank you so much, Monica. And uh, thank you for having me. We are speaking to you from the shores of this beautiful Zaga Egan, known to some as Lake Ontario, in Toronto, or Dugarondo. This is the ancestral territory of the Haudenosaunee, or Longhouse Confederacy, the Anishinaabeg Nation, the Wendat, and the Mississaugas of the Credit. This land is covered by the Dish With One Spoon Wampum and Treaty 13, 
also known as the Toronto Purchase. At Aluna, we remember that people can begin to heal when they are hurt. We are committed to artful participation in disagreements. We are committed to unsettling ourselves towards connection, respect, and justice for all people who now live in this city, which has been a meeting place since time immemorial. Radio Aluna Teatro is produced by Aluna Theatre with support from the Toronto Arts Council, the Ontario Arts Council, the Canada Council for the Arts, the Department of Canadian Heritage, and TD Bank. Aluna Theatre is Beatriz Pisano and Trevor Shellness with Sue Ballant. Radio Aluna Theatre is produced by Monica Garrido and Camila Diaz Varela. For more about Aluna Theatre, visit us at alunatheatre.ca, follow at Aluna Theatre on Twitter or Instagram, or like us on Facebook. Miigwech and Nyawangoa.